Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. Welcome along to High Performance. Today, we are incredibly excited because after... Is it four years? Yep, absolutely. Four years, Jake. Wow. After four years of high... Time flies when we're having fun. (laughs) Doesn't it? (laughs) After four years of having fun on the High Performance Podcast, we have a really big announcement. We have a brand new podcast from High Performance. And I guess when it comes to why have we done this, I think it probably comes down to us realising all the things that we don't know rather than what we do know. Yeah, one of the big themes that we often speak about on the podcast, Jake, has been the Dunning-Kruger law, where if you're good at something, you know why you're good at it. But on the flip side, if you're stupid, you're too stupid to know why you're stupid. And when it comes to understanding the how of high performance, sometimes like the physiology of how we go about doing it, that's where we know nothing. And that's why it's important to bring in an expert to tell us what we need to be doing. Brilliant, because we're well aware where we're stupid. And we're also well aware that the man who's bringing you this brand new podcast is far from stupid. He is a world leading physiologist and he worked with us on the high performance tour just recently. And it got us all thinking if this podcast is all about how you psychologically deal with life, how do you physiologically deal with life? What's the physical stuff that we can all be learning, all be gleaning to live the life we want, achieve the things we want and get to somewhere where we want to be? So I'm so pleased to introduce to the high performance family, physiologist, Ollie Patrick. Ollie, how are you? I'm so well. It's a treat to be here with you both. Look, let's begin then with the title of the podcast. What's it called? It is called The Energy Equation by High Performance. Love it. Now, we've explained a bit why we wanted to do this. Would you mind sharing why you wanted to do this? I think I've wanted to do it because ultimately, I think well-being, lifestyle has become a confusing landscape. And I think a lot of people feel very guilty about the life they're not leading and people feel misled with the choices they're taking day in, day out that affects their well-being and as a byproduct of that, their performance. I think, you know, when you listen to your episodes of which I do, often, frequently, all of them, you get a great insight into the mindset and, as you say, the drive and the the reason why. 
But you're sat there thinking, that's great that this person's delivering extraordinary things, but how are they doing that? And what are the practical things they do on a daily basis? You know, what time do they get up in the morning? What do they have for breakfast? Do they have breakfast? Do they do any form of, of meditation or stress relief? What's their sleep rituals look like? And I think when we look at people who perform well, there's often a series of habits, actions and behaviours that underpin that, many of which are you know, transposable to the everyday audience. And I think what I really wanted to do was, was give people a sense of how much they control over their version of high performance through simple practical actions they can take day in, day out. Sounds incredible. So the very first episode is going to be a week today, which you can hear right here on High Performance. Um, And if you want to, you can listen to the first four episodes of The Energy Equation right now by downloading the High Performance app, which is totally free. Get it from the App Store. So you've had a stellar guest list as as people come in under your microscope, Ollie. Would you tell us some of those guests, but more importantly, what the listener can take away for their own lives? Well, I've picked your black book, which was great. So we've got some absolute crackers. Um, I think the the great piece across all the guests is we're going to interview them about their lifestyle, but we're also going to run a fairly unique physiological test on them all. And that test gives us the ability to dive into how they are dealing with stress objectively, how they're sleeping from a recovery perspective, again, measured objectively, their fitness and activity levels, again, measured objectively. So we get a real look under the bonnet of these people and to give them a total thrill, we reveal those results live to them in the second half of the podcast. So we have this deep dive into their lifestyle and then we really try and match their lifestyle against the data which is collected over the, the course of the program. The guests have been brilliant because there's been a blend of people who who deliver extraordinary physical performance. So we've had um, people like Ash Kane, who's been on the main pod, who you know is well known for his fundraising work in honour of his his daughter Azalea, who passed away, but is completing extraordinary physical tasks from ultra marathons to ultra kayaks, even if that is a thing, uh, and generating you know extraordinary outputs that make me question how. You know, what does someone look like day in, day out who's able to deliver 100-mile kayaks after 100-mile rides, after 100-mile runs? We've got along that theme the adventurer Ash Dykes and, again, another podcast guest from from the main pod where he has performed tasks that, that make no sense to me. You know, and I sit there with a sense of wonder to say, what makes someone walk from the source of the Yangtze River, you know, 4,000 miles to the other end? It's not in my, you know, plans, short or medium, but how, again, does he do that nutritionally? What what sort of weight loss do we experience during that? What, again, lies under the, the bonnet of, prepar- of preparing for an event that most of us couldn't even conceive? Beyond the sort of elite athletes, we've also got people who lead lives most of our listeners could relate to, you know, people with children. We've got Stacey Solomon, who's an incredible ambassador for doing it all you know five children tv career um she's got multiple business interests how you know how does stacy sleep at night when she's got this huge persona and six million followers asking what she's doing at every step of the day to tom skinner who again found fame through the apprentice and then on celebrity master chef you know the sort of the trader's trader the white van man who's leading a grafting lifestyle. You know, he's out on the stalls, still selling his wares, you know, ebbing and flowing, the king of Romford, no less. How's he do it? You know, how does he get up early? And how does he sustain going to Dino's for a fry-up every morning? What does that look like? So this isn't about leading the perfect lifestyle. Uh, This is about these people are performing. 
how are they doing it and what is there that we can all learn from that and what does the data tell us that we did know and actually quite a few revelations that we didn't know. I'm excited about this because the technology that you're using is is far ahead of the kind of stuff that we're relying on at the moment, the wearable tech that is now prevalent in society, right? So this is a real genuine deep dive. I'll tell you what I'm thinking about though. I remember you saying to me, um, if we walked into a station in the morning and everyone was taking painkillers, we'd question why is that? We walk into a station in the morning, everyone's drinking coffee and we just take it as red that everyone's knackered, right? What I think we have to be really careful about is creating another podcast that goes, hey, you can do more than you think by adopting these things. Like, is that what this is about, getting people to do more? Or is it, a, is it about something totally different? It's about getting people to do the right thing. Right. You, know, you can't do more. You know, we, we look at the number of healthy things that we're told to do, and, and that list is getting longer every year. So everyone has a guilt around all the things they don't do. You know, if you go to someone, do you need a healthy lifestyle? They're like, no, not really, because I don't meditate. Do you need a healthy lifestyle? No, I don't do Wim Hof ice baths before I wake up in the morning. You know, I don't juice all my food. I don't, you know, have a, a sleep cocoon. So people are sort of feeling very weighed down by the presence of all these behaviors that make them feel guilty. I think, you know, the, the flip of that is most people are suffering from less energy than they would expect or less energy than they had. And that energy isn't just physical get up and go. That might be emotional energy, the ability to harbor difficult relationships or mental energy, the ability to think strategically or spiritual energy where we cross over with the main pod around purpose. And, and a lot of people aren't just experiencing low physical energy that requires caffeine and sugary foods. They're also experiencing a bit of a collective energy deficiency. The great danger there is, is to say that we load that up rather than load it down. You know, and I, I'm really interested in in how the human machine restores energy across. You mean load it up rather than load it down. I sometimes we need to take things out of our life. You know, there's a interesting word that's being used in some journals at the moment around an anxiogenic environment, which what does that mean? Means everything in the world is trying to make us anxious. You know, we we coined the phrase years ago an obesogenic environment, which means all my you know, technological, you know, advancements are labor saving. So I have to move less than I ever had to move. And we know from previous discussions around the prevalence of ultra processed food and the fact that that delivers more calories than I might expect for the same size mouthful as 20 years ago, perhaps. So we've got an obesogenic environment that means I'm more likely to gain weight. But now we've got this anxiogenic environment, which means the world is telling me to stay switched on. The world is trying to convince me that sleep is is a waste of time, that more is better, that uh, being busy is is a badge of honor, and what we're seeing is is people running out of energy, you know, and that running out of energy again might display itself in fatigue, which I can mop up with a double espresso at Paddington Station, or it might express itself as my immune system taking an extra three days to get over that cold that went around the office, or it might express itself as a lack of sex drive that means I don't want to have a midweek bonk. Or it might be that I, you know, have a skin condition that flares more readily because the energy to suppress it is no longer available. I see energy in everything. And, and what I see is people with less than they had, less than they expect. And I see a world that's trying to rob it at every turn. And I think we can play a huge proactive role in, in giving people more energy than they've got currently through some simple adjustments. So why does energy matter then? I think energy is the root of all things. You know, without good physical energy... I wake up tired, you know, and I haven't got the get up and go to move, to train, to be 
a physical presence in my life and other people's life. So energy underpins that physically, but also my immune system relies on that physical energy, my ability to clear out a cold or resist early cells that might turn into a cancer. So energy isn't just about whether I need a cappuccino in the morning, it's also the very makeup of my cellular structure. Beyond physical energy, my mental energy would determine the type of thinking I have, whether I could think more strategically or whether I have brain fog or I'm not able to think about big picture. Emotional energy, you know, if I don't have good emotional energy, am I incentivized to pick up the phone to that family member and call them? Can I harbor difficult relationships or do I only harbor good quality relationships? So with low energy, who am I calling and who am I not calling? And of course, energy ties into purpose in the fact that it's very difficult to explore why I'm here on this planet if I'm beholden to fatigue and I haven't got that higher level of thinking available to me. So I think whatever someone says is bothering them, I ask the question, well, what would that look like if you had more energy across physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual? And to date, I've never found anyone in any state of health or well-being or performance who wouldn't benefit substantially from more energy. This sounds ideal. Have you got a clip uh, that gives our listeners uh, insight into what they can expect from the energy equation? I think it's a really relevant piece to look at that our energy doesn't just come from our physiology. So in this clip, we'll hear from Ash Kane, who is performing extraordinary physical tasks, yet somehow is doing that on a recovery score of 13 out of 100, where his sleep isn't fully restorative and his body never switches off. Yet, he's still finding the energy from somewhere to perform extraordinary tasks. In this clip, we dive into that. I think the hard thing is with me, you know, like I'm a, I'm a creature that does something and learns from it. You're not like a learning bot, yeah. And then once I've learned it and I know it, it's hard for me to go back on it. So I know that, you know, doing the Yukon, for example, yeah, I'm paddling, you know, 125 to 150 miles a day. I'm paddling for 18 hours consistently a day. And then when we drag the boat up onto to, to the to the island, you know, not only are we like unclipping and unpacking bags, not only are we drying clothes, not only are we back in the water to filter our water, to cook our food, to get changed, to pitch our tent, to sleep. When you do sleep, you're getting two to four four hours max a night before you start the whole process again. Now, it took us seven days, eight hours. If we needed to go more, we could have gone more. My point being is that a lot of people in this world will like moan if they haven't got enough sleep. I'm just one of them kind of people. If I know I've got three hours sleep tonight, I know that I can get up the next day because I've been there and done it. What an interesting clip. And I, I tell you what it makes me think of. People listening to this who are going, well, how is he able to do that on a few hours sleep a night? because I'm getting eight, nine, ten hours and I'm still exhausted. What does it tell us about those people that are getting the sleep but are still feeling when they wake up in the morning? I think if something is already a strength, then it isn't our limiting factor. You know, what, what I'm really keen to do is say there's many different factors that could influence how energized I feel. And if I sleep eight hours of good restorative sleep, then I should stop looking at sleep as the cause of the problem. If it's not the cause, it's not the solution. And we find this in many areas where someone says, well, I, I train a huge amount, but I'm not getting the increase in energy or the change in weight management. Well, then maybe the training volume and quality isn't the limiting factor. Maybe it's something else that affects your body, quality of nutrition and what you're putting into your mouth. Or maybe in that situation, you train well and you eat well, but you don't sleep 
And during sleep is when we grow, during sleep is when we adapt. Or it could be in that situation that you sleep well, you eat well, you move well, but you have a very low opinion of yourself and your mindset has become limiting to those developments. What I'm really keen to do is not be bound to a particular action or habit that is universally healthy or energizing. What we're trying to do is work out where in an individual's lifestyle are their limiting factors. What's the thing that they're not doing that they could focus on to get the bigger bang for their buck? So one of the things that I love about your work, Ollie, is that you're not bound to a particular methodology, that there's, there's that curiosity that you have. So for anyone that is similarly curious about how they can do this kind of analysis themselves in their lives, what are the big principles that they need to be looking at to give them a starting place? I think the, the best thing about the principles are they're generally free, democratised, accessible. You know, what I don't want is people listening to the pod thinking, oh, he's going to tell me to do an IV vitamin infusion every Thursday morning or, you know, sleep in a hyperbaric chamber. I'm aware of all those technologies and, and where they play a role. I think the key thing we have to understand is the actions we take day in, day out, conscious, as in I've made that that selection deliberately or unconscious. I've, I've naturally not drunk water. I've naturally, you know, ignored other people around me. They define how energized we feel and above and beyond that, how well we will live and how long we'll live. And we, you know, when we first started to look at DNA, we thought our health lay in our genetic material and we're seeing the contribution of our genetics diminish and diminish in terms of its role in not just feeling, but also longevity and health. But lifestyle is, is more than movement. It's more than nutrition. It's also sleep, it's also mindset, and it's also environment. And I think what I've got to do is try and work out where an individual's limiting factor is that's most going to unlock energy. And if I unlock more energy with that individual, whatever they were telling me was bothering them is likely to bother them less. So I don't need to go into, is this about you know recovering from a, a significant cancer? Is this about weight management? Is this about surviving during an IPO of your organization? What I know is if I give you more cellular energy, your ability to resist that or to, to bear with that or to flourish in the face of that will be greater. So lifestyle is a toolkit, not a prescription. And we've got to choose the right tool at the right time for the right job. Right, before we wrap this up, let's have one last clip from the energy equation, which is available right now on the High Performance app. What would you choose? We have the wonderful Stacey Solomon, who is hugely popular for, for many good reasons. She's the real deal. And actually, I think a lot of people are fascinated by how she does juggle the different factors in her life. And she's got this incredible TV career. She's got this huge entrepreneurial side to her in terms of jewellery businesses and, and other forms. And people wonder how she does it all. And I think she's very candid in the fact that there are certain times in life where you cannot get the perfect balance between recovery and energy out. And she's quite strong in her assertion that this is the stage of life to push. And this is how she's doing that. How do you buffer stress? I, until I wore that stupid monitor you made me wear, <laughs> <laughs> I always thought I was never stressed. Like I don't ever feel stressed. Nothing stresses me out unless, unless it's someone in trouble or if my children were in trouble or, you know, if, if I was in trouble. Outside of that, I'm kind of a bit numb. Um, and if anything happens, I'm, I'm like, but are you alive? Are you healthy? Are you well? Then fine. Jobs, money, everything else is can come and go as long as you're, 
safe. So I always thought I was really middle of the road, not stressed at all. But I'll put your money on her and it's red immediately. I was like, oh, God. Doesn't mean straight. I think that that's such an interesting perspective. It's such a, a strength because you, you say numb, but isn't it? It's not so much numb. It's more perspective. Yeah, I guess unless unless it's the absolute worst, is it really that bad? Is my my mindset, I suppose. Yeah, good. that sounds really horrible. But the, uh, I don't know if that makes people's everyday problems seem like they're not really a problem, which they are. But just to me, I don't. I sh- I I I'm a catastrophizer. So unless it's the absolute worst, I'm like, thank God for that. You know. <laughs> I, I think. There'll be psychologists all over the place going, brilliant. You know, and again, that ability to take small things, turn them into big things is a great challenge. You know, there's there's many quotes that say lots of people lived a highly stressful life worrying about the things that never happened. Oh, well, that is also me. <laughs> <laughs> can I be two different people? You can. Well, that was fascinating listening to Stacey there, Ollie. I, I am conscious as we launch this that people are drowning in information out there in terms of what they need to do, what they don't need to do, lifestyle habits they need to acquire, ones they need to drop. Would you tell us why a listener should choose to access this information and what it's going to give them? I hope it's going to be a tone of kindness. I think well-being can feel very cold and very prescriptive. And here we're using our guests and their openness to create context which is you can't do it all. You know, we need to choose one or two key behaviours that will move the dial. And the ones for my guests may well be the ones for our listeners. They may not. But we're trying to create a sense that the actions you take, small actions done consistently, will have a huge impact on how you feel and that will ripple into the further promise of performance. This isn't about changing your life. We're not expecting people to have a a road of Damascus moment where suddenly the light shines and they give up on their ways. You know, we know people have kids. We know people have busy lives. We're not looking to create well-being obsessed individuals. What we're looking to do is allow well-being to underpin performance through hopefully guiding people to one or two small sustainable changes that can have a significant impact on their energy and in doing so potentially transform the landscape of their life. Brilliant. Ollie, we wish you the very best of luck with the series. It sounds fascinating. If you want to hear the energy equation right now, then you can get the first four episodes on the High Performance app. Head to the App Store, download the app, and they're right there. And if you want to wait a week, the first episode will be right here on the High Performance podcast channel in seven days' time. Ollie, um, one last little thing I'd love you to leave us with, really, is a, is a, you know how we ask our guests on the podcast, your one golden rule to living a high-performance life? I guess I'd love your your one golden learning from the energy equation that we can leave ringing in people's ears to get them ready for this new series? I think my key takeaway is people's lives are extremely fast and full and busy, but focusing on finding stillness, finding a genuine opportunity to restore energy can be utterly transformative. And as you'll hear across the episodes, for someone that might be sitting and chewing a meal, for someone else that might be breathing properly, for someone else that might be changing their relationship with alcohol or caffeine. But increasing the speed at which we go slow is absolutely fundamental to almost every guest we've had on, and it's contradictory to what the modern world is telling us. So focusing on calm, energy restoration, breaking the cycle of stimulus is something that I hope will transpose clearly through all of these great chats. Brilliant. 
Ollie, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, mate. The energy equation available right now from High Performance. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.